The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, hosting tonight. I'm joined by Sue Timberlake. Hey there. Our plucky Republican. Plucky? Plucked. (laughs) Plucked Republican. What's wrong with plucky? I got nothing left. Isn't plucky? (laughs) You You don't think Sue's plucky? Have you ever said that to a guy? Plucky. Yes. I no, like to think Mike, of myself as yes, plucky. Yes, he would have said plucky. And I said handsome to a woman the other day, so I guess the words can cross handsome over. Handsome can, can be yeah. both. It's not... I a, meant female, not What woman. a handsome woman, yes. Yeah, it's pluck... All right. <laughs> I like to think of... I, 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 I'd like to be a plucky sidekick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I was in charge. What's this sidekick stuff? Sue would never be a sidekick. <laughs> Well, I'm saying I would like to be a plucky side. Maybe you could be a plucky leader or something. I, I don't so. know. It's... You're getting into trouble here. Okay, so Sue. <laughs> anyway, that's Sue, John or Roberts calling be, me out of my choice You can uh, be Sue's of, sidekick. Uh, sure. All right. And I'll just stay in the watchtower. Yeah, that's, so, that sounds good. You're, yeah. you're, you're in the role for guy I'm in the chair. car. I, I was going to say for, 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 for gank or possibly Oracle. Oh, but. Okay. Well, Oracle, I'll do that. <laughs> I'd like to be the Oracle of Omaha. <laughs> you just want to be rich. At, at least yeah. have his bank account. Yeah. yeah. Well, as uh, who was it who observed that rich or poor, it's always nice to have money? Yeah. I, <laughs> well said. Yeah, I just, my dog was at the vet again today. Oh, Aww. my God. Big bucks. Big bucks. He's been twice this week. <sighs> so before This we, is the one I still have. You right. know, the other one passed away. Before we get into to talking about politics and whatnot, I, I, uh, which we will do in a sec, just... There's a super adorable uh, little thing I saw on YouTube about um, uh, wild animals that live near Chernobyl. Specifically, there are dogs. There are puppies that live in the the exclusion zone around Chernobyl, and they are super adorable. But of also course, super radioactive. Yes, you, you're not you, petting them is is discouraged because there'll be radioactive particles in their fur. So, oh, there's a. But there is a large population of boar in yes. that area. Well, that's and interesting. So are they a little immune to the radiation, or are they just a lot? That it's interesting because the, the there are a lot of animals that live there, and they're just, you know, radioactive. But they still they're, get they're fine. They, they live long enough to have babies. And but have there's more yeah, in there. yeah, and there's radioactive boar just running around. Yeah. Also, it's it's worth noting that uh, the radioactivity, you know, there's like. Levels of radioactivity. The closer you get to the reactor, the the worse it gets. But I thought there were a lot of hot spots that were. I think there are some hot spots, but you know and the wind blows it, and. <laughs> here, here's the thing. It's like we would not recommend that you live there because the odds of that you might develop cancer or some other terrible medical condition are increased. That doesn't mean it's guaranteed. You know, it's like, you know, it's like you smoke cigarettes, you're much more likely to get lung cancer, but you may not. Yeah, if it's one in a million, you try a million times. Guess what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And if, you know, uh, if it jumps up to one in a thousand, well, that's a lot more than one in a million, but it's still one in a thousand. I mean, I don't know. 
Like, I, I'm not an expert on on the long term exposure to radiation, but puppies are adorable. Okay, that I'm an expert <laughs> on. Uh, and those puppies were just, it was like, oh. So yeah. anyway. It's um, so sad because you can't pat them. Exactly. Yeah. But the puppies are okay. So that's the yeah. important thing. So uh, we would love to hear from you, whether you want to, you know, get in touch with us about puppies, Chernobyl, or politics, or civility, or, uh, Cancer I don't know. Cancer risk, or. Or how, pl- <laughs> how plucky I am. <clears throat> I think I'm adorable. Just so much. Yes. <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> Really, if you just want to talk about me, I'm I'm down for that. No matter I who you are. I thought you were the secret <laughs> action hero, the pluckinator. <laughs> <laughs> action hero is too much work. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm I'd much rather be, you know, like I don't know, uh, uh, Captain America. Charlie than one of the angels. Oh. <laughs> so um, anyway, we'd love to hear from you. Civil Politics Radio at ValleyFreeRadio.org is our email. At Civil Politics FM is our Twitter, and Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio is our community there. Our website's civilpoliticsradio.com. It's got recordings of previous episodes of the show, supplemental episodes we do, links to things we talk about, and uh, also our uh, trusted news search, uh, trusted news source search, which is a dedicated Google search that our uh, erstwhile, if not plucky producer, worked so hard to set up. Erstwhile. Long suffering. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Martyred. <laughs> anyway. Uh, spe- that sounds like past tense, sir. <laughs> thank, anyway. thank goodness for genre. He, he keeps this show together. Yes. And also, as we blather along, tries to look up things we say and, and post references and links to things using the hashtag civil references to make it easier to follow and he, along. And he stops us when we start to get really sort of nonspecific and stereotypical language he stops us in our tracks which is wonderful because so easy to go there yeah true anyway so genre <laughs> you actually suggested that we maybe we wanted to talk this week because this has been perhaps an unusually good uh week in terms of news coverage for el presidente so yes actually this this week so let's uh, let's get into that has been one of the best weeks of his presidency i think um, in terms of how he's been discussed. In, in terms of how he's discussed, in terms of his approval rating, it is up to 42%. Oh, I didn't know that. Right mm. now, um, his his over-under is over his 42. His um, uh, under is, is 50, 56, I believe. I um, mean, the disapproval. Disapproval, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and over-under, what am I, was he a horse race? So... <laughs> Uh, I heard Cudlow using those terms this past week. Is did you pick that up from uh, Larry Cudlow, the finance guy? Probably West Wing. Oh, there yeah, you yeah. <laughs> or you know, or the the uh, uh, the the U.S. Treasury uh, bond yield curve inverted. So that's a thing people have been worried about. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it was West Wing because um, oh, I've you, seen I've seen that series like three times. I love that series. <laughs> I think I told you guys I watched it like last mm-hmm. fall yeah. again and I was amazed at how good it actually still was most of the seasons not all the seasons so. I mean quick hit I, that's watching that show and I watched it when it was it was first run that, watching that show was what got me to really be interested in politics yeah I was I was kind of in like I knew stuff about, about but then when I was watching the show I was like Everything here is really interesting. Let me learn more about that. I, I, I find it kind of heartbreaking to see things like, to see how 
um, you know, President Bartlett's daughter, Zoe, like, you know, she had such a promising life. And now these days, like, she's like a handmaid in Gilead. It's just terrible. You know, like how far <laughs> things have fallen. Like, like it's like the United States isn't even there anymore. I love the fantasy of TV. <laughs> oh, the stink eye you're giving me, John. This week has been great for the president, <laughs> mostly because of the moral report. I think that report. was a stink face. No, <laughs> yes, it, it was. was. It was a whole body side. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole body. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, Go ahead. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Uh, so... Um, this week, the uh, Mueller report was released actually during or just before the show last Friday. So we yeah. weren't able to talk about it. Except uh, to say, hey, it exists. Exactly. <laughs> and we we still can't really talk about it because it hasn't been released or anything. Yeah. Uh, 400 pages? 400 that? pages. That's correct. Oh, that's even um, more, th- more than I heard. See, yeah. I thought it was Yeah, they were saying 300 but... earlier. And then yeah. um, I think. Um, but there's supplemental material, too. Is that it? And, and also the counterintelligence section, I guess, which mm. is not probably going to be easily released to the public Ooh, well we should just release it to the russians they probably already know. have it so uh yeah so the Mueller report was kind kind of released um the uh uh and the attorney general Barr um and i guess the uh uh assistant or deputy attorney general uh put out a book report and summarized in four pages, um, mm-hmm. and it was very glowing. This is what I think it means. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Um, there was, uh, th- it was very adamant that there was no collusion, um, and I think he quoted the the report saying that. So um, that was very good for him since he's been saying that over and over and over again. No, there was no collusion. There's no, you know. So uh, fine. Then uh, we also had the. Um, Do you know what Chris Christie said about that before this came out? Oh God, what about collusion? He said that the Trump organization wasn't organized enough to collude with anyone. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's, that's an interesting argument. That is a really good thought. <laughs> um, but they um, might have wanted to, but. <laughs> Couldn't couldn't get it done. On the side of obstruction, there, he specifically said he, there wasn't enough um, evidence to exon completely exonerate him, uh, one way or the other, or to exonerate him or not. Um, but Barr said, you know, yeah, it's probably it's probably fine. <laughs> Basically, that's what he said. Yeah, it's it's cool, you know. Um, and the heads of all of the House committees signed an open letter saying you should release the the full document by april 2nd and Barr said nah and <laughs> you say mid-april now right but redacted yeah and, he's yeah. he's looking over the uh the stuff that might be national security and and all that which is to me doesn't really make a lot of sense because you can just give it to the intelligence com- committee you can give it to uh, house people that have clearance All the oversight to see that stuff. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that that's... Anyway. Um, would the... it be fun if Mueller went rogue? <laughs> and oh, just God. Print, and just put it out? So. That would be weird. Or one of his people. That would... Oof. Why do you think they got rid of Comey and everybody's clearances? You remember when Trump did that right after oh, they... Oh, God. Yeah, he he whipped them all back. All hmm. Anybody who ever... Was that s- smart or just lucky? I think it's it probably petty, so, you know. retaliatory. <laughs> um, I guess, the, but now it will protect him. The uh, the Justice Department is um, on the offensive on 
or not sitting on the sidelines for the ACA. Um, that decision in, I believe, Texas about... Yeah, uh, te- Texas District Judge said that since the uh, individual mandate had been effectively repealed by Congress, that meant that the law no longer had a uh, component which uh, exercised the power of Congress to, to levy taxes. Therefore, the law was entirely unconstitutional. Exactly. Because it exceeded Congress's authority. And the Justice Department has announced that they are that they're going to just agree with that guy and not oppose the decision <laughs> at all. Exactly. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see why that's a good news thing for the president, but keep going. Is so this, it's, is it's this a, also our April 1st show? This will rerun on... God, it it will rerun on Monday at 4 p.m. We are not doing is... any April Fool's jokes this year. I just want to we don't clarify. Really ever do them. I just wanted to clarify that your Thank comments you. were. Yeah, you know, this was not a. Um, yeah. Can I, you believe this? We don't. We don't really ever do them. There's there's plenty of people doing that, and we can't yeah. beat the onion. I'm. <laughs> no, we, nobody needs to anymore. Um, the yeah. I'm saying this is. I'm I'm listing stuff that is good for the president or or the uh, or the administration. Um, sort and of wins, I think, is how yes. you characterize. And this yeah. is this for the administration. This is um, a good thing because they because he's been really hot on the whole repeal and replace thing lately. Um, this if this moves through the courts, then this is going to put a spotlight on on the ACA again, and it's going to maybe give him an opening to to do like Trump cares. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, this is that it's something that um, I think that the administration has been has been looking for. Especially, this is a way to um, attack uh, the previous president president without naming him. I can't believe I'm doing the counterpoint, but there were two federal court cases this week to Kentucky and Arkansas that actually closed down some of the um, things they were doing with the work yes requirements for. So that's. That's not really a counterpoint. That's a good thing. Yeah, but I'm just saying that we're talking about all the wins of Trump. This yes. and that's kind of a oh, there have been there have been losses. Yeah, um, it's just yeah. so many positive things in, in turn, one week. In yeah. one week is yeah. okay. So one thing, this report comes out, and we learned that there is no collusion of our of our pres of our president or his organization with a foreign power. And that there isn't enough evidence to prosecute him for, or indict him for obstruction. These should be good things. Um, if if those statements are true, then yes, those are good things. They why and and yet, if you think that he's actually guilty of some things, that would actually be a bad thing because he got off the hook. Yeah, but I mean the the thing the thing that like I I read about this and I was like. Oh, and I felt sad, but it's because it's not because that he wasn't. It's not because it's uh, he. They're saying it's not because they're saying that he didn't do anything wrong. That, but it's because they had to investigate. Um, I, I would, I would push back on a couple of things here. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, specifically about uh, 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 William Barr's letter to Congress uh, purporting to summarize uh, the Mueller report. Um, it's, well, for Suspect. one thing, for one thing, I, I, uh, I don't want to go into this too much because obviously people can disagree with me and, and I, I don't have 
current information about what's going on at the Justice Department. But um, William Barr was the uh, attorney general many years ago for the first President Bush and was instrumental off the hook. <laughs> in getting everybody off the hook yes. for Iran-Contra, which was uh, a subversion of uh, uh of, which was a flagrant breaking of the law. It was diverting shadow government. Set it, up. It, I think yeah, it's yeah. called it, it, the cover-up king. Yeah, it, it was. Um, it, it arms was, for us. Right. It, 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 it was selling arms to terrorists <laughs> to get our it to fund <laughs> other terrorists in South America that we were support or Central America that we were supporting, and uh, who committed atrocities, you know, massacres, and uh, uh, doing it all. Uh, secretly to subvert the will of Congress. And um, specifically, part of the point of selling the arms to the Iranians was to get around uh, Congress's power of the purse. Congress said, we will not fund this. You may not do this. Yep. And, and they, they, did they, it they decided anyway. they wanted to do it anyways. I mean, Good that is... Oliver North. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not treason in the legal sense of supporting uh, an enemy in time of war, but it is absolutely flouting and undermining the, the fabric of our democracy. And William Barr uh, did everything he could to help uh, the first President Bush sweep it under the rug. So I have, I'm very dubious about his uh, uh, probity in summarizing Mr. Mueller's report. Well, let me, but, oh, sorry. Well, uh, just, if you got something to say, go ahead and I, say I was going to say that um, my, I, the point I was making was uh, me feeling, um, they, like I want, I want to see the full report, or not me personally, because I probably don't understand it. I want, I want people that would understand what is in the report. It, it to absolutely, be, yes. Uh, to, to, I want that to be released. Lots um, of different people reading it and look, exactly, yeah. yeah, digging through it and things like that. I don't, I don't, alt, I, I don't absolutely believe his book report. I love calling it a book report because that's pretty <laughs> accurate. It's four hundred pages. He he read it, digested it in two days. Or one a day and a half. Although he may have had it ahead, they were saying that he had parts of it ahead. Yeah, because he's involved. They were maybe. Involved. Yeah. He, yeah, he may have also drafted what he wanted to say before he got it, and then he yeah. looked. Yeah, that's possible. But the just it just if it's com- he's completely right, he might be. I'm saying no it's idea. kind of depressing because it had to happen in the first place. This should be a. This should be. I don't know. In some ways, there should I think have been should checks be. and balances so that we I didn't guess. get there. I don't know. Or it's very. If it, I, I'm very conflicted in my in my soul right now. That's well, all so I'm saying. So you're in the in the really sort of on this the best of all possible worlds. Something like this would never have happened. That kind of you know, if our government was good and strong, we wouldn't have needed to go through this. Yes. Yeah. That that that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um. Anyway, so to all that. Yeah. So the other thing. Uh, uh, well, so there's a, uh, a podcast I listen to called Opening Arguments. Uh, uh, the, the attorney on the show, P. Andrew Torres, uh, did a very good sort of overview uh, of his reading of, of, of Mr. Barr's letter. Uh, and he points out a number of uh, sort of uh, loopholes and, and, and areas of, of confusion and uncertainty and lawyerly language and whatnot. Uh, you know, a couple of which I'd sort of wondered about on my own, and it was good to hear somebody who actually practices law to sort of point them out. Um, uh, I would point out that it's uh, very difficult to know what to make, uh, to, to really judge 
how well Mr. Barr has has summarized uh, the report without, without reading the report, but I do note that he there are only four points where he quotes from the report, and in none of them does he actually use a full sentence, much less a full paragraph. So he just takes oh, a fragment. He takes Wait. four sentence fragments, um, which is a great way to really tilt things the way you want. Like you know, it's like you know, critics say. Uh, uh, you know, the Transformers Eat Cake is best movie of the year when the full sentence is far from the, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, so that kind of thing. Um, also, uh, you know, because he uh, is an attorney of long uh, uh, practice, I and, and he's writing a, a, a report to Congress, part of the or a letter to Congress. I would suspect that Mr. Barr is being very precise and careful with his language. So, for example, he says there is no uh, evidence to suggest that uh, the Trump campaign. Uh, coordinated its actions with, or, or conspired or colluded, yeah. you know, with uh, the Russian government. And it's like, okay, but... It doesn't say anything about the people who are connected to the Russian government. Right, yeah. it, it, exactly. Does that, I mean, does yeah. that just mean, no, really, we looked into it, and even those shady characters on the fringes of, uh, you know, of the, of the you know, yeah. Putin sphere, no, nah, no, nah, in the end, that's, that's okay, too. I'm I sorry, just, hold on. I, I don't know, because it could just mean Russian officials. Okay. Also, he defines co- conspiracy and coordination in a very particular way in the report, and it's like, okay, but there are other ways to have a criminal conspiracy. I just... Can we go back a little bit? Yeah. Did you say Putin's sphere? Putin's sphere of influence. <laughs> it's a new. It's a new word. Putin's sphere. Sure. I don't know. I don't know why that sounds <laughs> so funny to me, but it does. <laughs> Probably because it has poo in the yeah. title. <laughs> I was like, because I'm five. <laughs> did, I, did, did I say that very quickly? And suddenly it's like. Oh, I said a bad word. <laughs> Putin's fear. It's I, funny. Think, I think I think everybody at home that's close to that that Kraft involved in the Putin sphere. I think there's Bob a, Kraft. Yeah, there's a there's a word that I'm not going to say on the air that's very close oh. to that. Which, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I'd I, like. I, I would suspect that uh, Bob Kraft is probably kind of annoyed with Vladimir Putin for stealing one of his Super Bowl rings. So, <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, that's true. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I just but want maybe, everybody. I if Mr. Putin has a has a stake in any of sort of those nice, you know, massage massage spas yes. in Florida. Who I knows? just I just want everybody in at home. The seedy ones in the strip malls. I just want everybody at home and everybody listening a podcast, or if you're listening on Monday, I just want you to say to yourself out loud, Putin sphere. <laughs> <laughs> it's it rolls off the tongue. It's just me saying that for the rest of the night. Putin sphere. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll try and pass it along to my superiors in the leftocracy. There it is. <laughs> um, the uh, proclamation recognizing Golan Heights as Israeli territory. Uh, that's another thing I wonder. Like, why is that a good thing for the president? Because he wants to support. He wants to support. He wants Netanyahu to get reelected. Exactly. Oh, I see. And yeah. it's showing. It was it's a, flexing it was a, White House power. It was a white phosphorus bomb sent over to the Middle yeah. East. It's this. It, I'm not listing things that are good for him personally, but good for him and his administration. Good for good for him in a political sense. I I I, I wonder about that too. But in terms of, you're right. I suppose if you look if you look abroad, he certainly has he f- an interest in propping up. Uh, he flexed uh, a muscle. Netanyahu, yeah. and I, I imagine just recognizing the occupied territory in the Golan Heights might 
be a, a boost to uh, Mr. Netanyahu at the at the at the polls. It's it's possible. I, this is, this I don't know enough about Israeli a, politics to really. This know. is reversing a long time a long time yes. uh, U.S. policy. So like this about, is going back this is a White years. House flex. That's yeah, what yeah, it absolutely. is. Absolutely. And he likes just like doing moving that. the embassy from Tel Aviv. To exactly. Jerusalem. Because this is a show of power. Yeah. It's it's also. Uh, widely criticized and a very bad idea and uh uh, uh it's gonna europe blow doesn't up. like it nobody likes it's, it it's gonna blow up in in our face and make, make the peace product peace yeah. process even more destabilized and 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 un, i think un, syria i think and syria I think, said uh why don't like instead of golan heights why don't you why don't why don't you give them south carolina yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Um, Wait till Syria says, okay, then we'll just take right over here to Jerusalem. Thank you very much. Oh, I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't bet on the Syrian army fighting the Israelis right now after, after that long civil war they've been Good fighting. Good point. I was thinking more of their, you know, their and, friends, the Russians. No one should, no one should mess with the Israeli army. No one. Yeah. I, the, Did you know the, the, the city counselor the here? Were to actually get involved directly in helping the Syrians attack Israel... I guarantee you the United States would reciprocate. Oh, God, that would, that would be a nobody That should be very, very bad. Nobody should mess with Ward 7 here in Florence because our city councilor, who's about to retire, was a Israeli soldier, soldier yeah. and uh, carried arms and, you know, very interesting. Although she's retiring, so... so so, so I wouldn't mess with her either. You, you heard it here, folks. Uh, <laughs> Don't you know, mess with Florence. <laughs> feel, feel free to run to run rampant in the other districts of Northampton. The first six, but District Leeds, seven's off limits. Bay State, yeah, downtown. <laughs> Go for it, but Just don't loot and pillage. <laughs> No, don't mess with Texas. Don't mess the, with the, the views and opinions of people on civil politics do not reflect those yeah. of the radio station or any of the other hosts and guests. But you can make a huge mess and not fight a not not fight a war. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that Syria. I'm just saying that you know. Oh yeah, no. The bad behavior. Just I, everybody suffers when there's bad behavior. I just yeah. I I I don't know that this is. I wouldn't have characterized this as a a plus for the president, but on the other hand, uh, he's you know, playing on a different field than the rest of us. Well, he's he's certainly playing to a different audience. He he's you know he has no interest in trying to to capture my vote or or do anything you know listen to anything I think is. Oh, he doesn't idea. care about you at all. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. That like I said, that's what it's a it's a. It, it's it's a flex. It's it's him. It's him. Ex, it's him doing something. It's the kind something. of thing that might look good to uh, the people who come to his rallies. And uh, I I do know that he would like for uh, Mr. Netanyahu to win re-election. Exactly. Which, which would be fascinating, considering there's three different corruption cases. Three? I thought there were just two. Three. Christ. Uh, oh, actually, I could be wrong. You should check that. But I, I my recollection was that it was three. It was like. Benjamin yeah. Gantz, who's running against him, actually is ahead, but they were saying that in the Knesset, um, he's he's got all the he's got all the players, so it's really sort of moot. There, the, there's no party that's likely to get a majority in the Knesset, yeah. so they they have coalition governments. And yeah, and so they're saying that even even though he's not ahead in the polls, he's way ahead in the Knesset. So could be, yeah, could be. I heard that yesterday, and um, I forget where I heard it. It could be. It's uh, it might have been on the internet. No, I'm kidding. I think it was on NPR. They well, were talking about it. Not everything on the internet is wrong. It turns out. Three, <laughs> three. Yep. Awesome. The last thing is just kind of a joke. Uh, 
My, Michael Avenetti. Michael Avenatti, the yeah. uh, former attorney has fallen for, into uh, disfavor. Daniel, yeah, um, the pre- because and I'm saying this What's is ex- a positive for he's him. He's been extortion? arrested for extor- trying extortion. to extortion, extortion, and other stuff. Uh, money laundering, I think. Money laundering and wire fraud. Yeah, and uh, yeah, um, defrauding a bank, embezzling client funds. Yes, yes. Uh, and th- so this is someone that was constantly attacking the president, and now he's going to. Now he's been arrested. Yeah. Teach so. you to attack the king. You have to kill the king if you go after him. You oh, yeah. Can't, you can't just wound him. So the things I'm, I think, <laughs> the things I'm saying right now, like I, I was just reading all this this week and I was thinking, if I were him, would this make me happy? Yep. And a lot of them, <laughs> yeah. If you're just a petty, you know. If it's all about that you end up that with I can't more, say the word. Yeah. Um, then I'd be like, <laughs> You know, just giggling in my in my yeah. office during executive time. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not a fan of Michael Avenatti either. So nobody I'm, should. Be. I'm I'm yeah. perfectly like I, I I have no idea, but I'm I I find it the idea that he is guilty of all these crimes totally plausible, and I'm I have no problem with the authorities hauling him into to jail and investigating and so forth. You know, um, I read that he'll have his day in court. I just wish there was be some good people that kind of emerged. I'm so sick of everybody having I these f- some fatally flawed, horrible undersides that... Well... Look at Jesse Spallett. I mean, do you think it's true that he set that thing up, or do you think I honestly, he actually was attacked? I, I, I Honestly, I don't... I, there's, it's, it's messy, and I think... It's plausible that the, whole, that the whole thing was a hoax that he cooked up. I think, I, that, I think that is a thing that could be true. I really don't know. Nobody. Like, why did they drop the charges? I don't know. We don't know. If they seem I'd to have as much. Honestly, like to move on from that. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it's not as important as as other things. There's a whole thing with the Chicago Police Department and and deals and stuff like that. That yeah. is that is a mess. I, it's I an think, absolute I think mess, and we I will think it's never more get noteworthy. That open. I, I think a, a bigger uh, topic for concern is things like the Chicago Police Department. Uh, raiding uh, a four-year-old child's birthday party, uh, holding everybody <laughs> at gunpoint, smashing the cake, and pouring bleach uh, or peroxide all over the presents because they'd gotten a tip that there was uh, like a like a drugs there or something like that. And they get they, swatted? No, 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 no. They uh, they they were serving a warrant on a guy, and they had a five-year-old address. You know, uh, of course, his address was easily discernible. His current address was easily discernible with a simple Google search, but they couldn't be bothered, apparently. Or on his driver's license kind of thing. Well, they, <laughs> they were trying to arrest a guy, Yeah. you know, for... I mean, I guess actually you're right. They could have checked his, his records at the DMV. But yeah, so they tried to, they, you know, they, they burst into this apartment wrong to arrest address. a guy. Yeah. yeah, wrong address. Guy he hadn't been there in five years. So. Well, you know, you have to be really careful of fentanyl because it could kill a policeman. Right. <laughs> Remember we talked about peroxides? There's a nice safe one. Peroxides are safe. Yeah, hydrogen peroxide is very safe. I, I mean, <laughs> if you don't drink it, where sure. did you could actually even drink it? Where did um, we? Where did where did this come from? How are we here? They covered they covered it with um. I thought you said they covered it with peroxide bleach or something. Yeah, they. I think they poured peroxide all over the kids' presents. Yeah, yeah, that's hydrogen peroxide, probably. So, yeah, I'm not sure why they did that, but we have a weird show. I like it. <laughs> That's good because we're going to keep doing it for another half hour. But right now, I think we should perhaps take our mid-show break uh, so we can play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs. 
and then uh, come on back with uh, some more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Don't press. You are listening yeah, to <laughs> Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, one hundred three point three FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I'm meeting place at our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to www.mass.gov slash MEMA. Brought to you by the Ready Massachusetts U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. How about this game? What's it rated? Uh, let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Video games are fun, but not all games are right for all players. Look for the rating symbol and content descriptors and read the rating summaries that tell you what's actually in the game. (sighs) This one better? Oh, much. For more information about ratings and rating summaries, visit ESRB.org. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps do not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. This is Professor Howard Zinn. The independent, non-commercial radio station you're listening to is really important in the maintenance of democracy. Thomas Jefferson once said, an informed democracy will behave in a reasonable manner. So if you care about being informed, if you care about democracy, if you're a reasonable person, you are, of course. Please support your source for uncensored news and views and the voice of your community. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a backseat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers. It's programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www.valleyfreeradio.org donate to support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. Did you know there is a CSA from which you can get locally brewed beer shares? Or that there is a delivery service that can bring produce from local farms to your door every week? Farm to Fork is a radio program dedicated to revealing the history of the food system in the Pioneer Valley and exploring the bounty the valley has to offer. The program tackles the complex issues surrounding food, drink, and every kind of nutrient with their individual production schemes and consumer markets. These topics and more, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Farm to Fork, Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, WXOJLP, Northampton. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. 
For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. Uh, I'm still with uh, Genre and Sue, and we were going to sort of switch topics from uh, whether or not the president's uh, uh, news coverage has been good to his. Sorry, what was for it? the week? So, um, Mike Pompeo's been on the you know the hearing route all week, and his our current Secretary of State, State former yeah, head of the CIA. Yeah, and his new thing today or yesterday yes. is that you know there's that gag law that oversees if somebody does abortion counseling yes the thing that the republicans yeah. bring back every time they take yeah. the white house and, and the democrats overturn it when they come back yeah. so it's been in place since trump took back over uh-huh. but they're putting a new twist on it and here's the twist so if i'm an ngo and you're an ngo and yes. i don't do any abortion counseling right but every once in a while i give you a little grant to go teach kids something but mm-hmm. you do abortion counseling they're going to cut me off and you off, because I give money as a non-governmental organization to a group that does. So they're going to extend the reach of the gag law. So it's like if you ever gave a dollar <laughs> to an organization, they're going to find out and you know cut you off at the knees. So I, I think the logical next step is to ask for the, the medical records of all the female employees of all organizations in the U.S., and if it turns out that they've had an abortion or done counseling, that we should probably cut them off um, at the knees, too. Because, you know, to, to start to follow what money they give to other places, I mean, it's a huge. Money is fun, fungible. I mean, it would be very hard to um, to give money to any organization. So I think that they should. the Trump administration should ask for the female health records of all employees of all organizations just to make sure that, you know, there's no... That's your considered opinion as a small government <laughs> Republican who thinks that uh, the less government does, the better, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so this show's going to run on April 1st, so that's my April Fool's joke. Is But it's true that they're going after the NGO to the NGO. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. you're right. I had heard about that. Yeah, and it's sort of shocking because it's like, how do you even... I mean, if you buy sandwiches from the hospital cafeteria down the street, you've given them money. You know, sometimes yeah. they'll... You know, if you fund their race for cancer but they also do you know it's just it's easy well it's easy to find uh uh to, to reason keep tracing to things and making links to things <clears throat> sure i mean uh if they have a link on your web page you know because you've let them do that or you know you've included them in a list of <laughs> well I, so, so suppose you're an organization that uh, uh uh kicked in money to help fund uh some uh, some legal matter that the American Civil Liberties Union was pursuing, and they also do. And the American do, Civil do, Liberties do. Union is also defending, is yeah. also fighting against this gag order. So they decide, like, all right, well, you know, the ACLU is now uh, 
you know, organization, Evil pariah. <laughs> yeah, organization non grata with 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 our administration. So you're out too because you sent the ACLU money. Yeah. And the government. This is where I like small government. I mean, all kidding, not kidding aside. My granddaughter. We were trying to pay for her Girl Scout um, yeah. camp. This is going back like yeah, yeah. twenty years, and the abbreviation of it was like Girls. Girl Scouts of Arlington or uh-huh. GSAA or something like that. And that's what we wrote on the check. Girl Scarlington, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it got kicked out. It hit a terrorist watch list. And they said, yeah, it's the same abbreviation as, you know, <laughs> Georgian Chechnyans for whatever it was. Yeah. And it was it it was amazing. We had to rewrite the check so that they could... I've always thought, well, it's the sort of thing, like, I've always found it, you know, fascinating. Like, you're like, here's a check for $5,000, and I'm making it out to IRA, you know, I-R-A. What? It's my individual retirement account. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't even like the Irish. So, yeah, it's like, okay. And a friend of mine was traveling on a plane um, in, uh, I forget if it was Oh, was Iran. it Dan Kennedy? Because I understand he pulled off <laughs> yeah. planes a few times. Well, this friend had a prescription from her doctor at Beth Israel Hospital. Sure. But her prescription bottle said Beth Israel <laughs> on it. And she was held for hours in an airport overseas because they were trying to ask her who this Beth Israel was. Was just a nightmare. She was a you know a doctor at one of the organizations I worked right. for. So that that's the way. <laughs> who is reason. Beth Israel? Uh, Beth Israel Hospital, but they Beth Israel Deaconess Hospital. I, I know. Oh, okay. oh sorry. Yeah. Well, and actually, there's quite a few. There's not just the Boston. That she yeah. had gotten it from the Boston one, but you know that. Well, and that's another reason why I guess to always use you know man's greatest hospital because everybody's heard of Mass General, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't on the forbidden list. <laughs> <laughs> Who's General Mass? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, but all those mistakes and just the the process. I mean, it's sort of frightening sometimes. Like you said, the Kennedy that was on the no-fly yeah. list for quite a while, and he yeah. he where he still was on it. I think even for a couple yeah. of years, he couldn't get himself off it. Well, and, so and, and it's small government's a good shorthand, but really, it's not about like government being how how, how many or how few people work for a government. It's how Smart how much it power it has. It's does it have the ability to do X, Y, or Z? Like, so I, I saw a headline as, you know, I, I did a quick scan before I came down here, and I don't know exactly. All I saw was the headline, so I, I can't, I don't want to, you know, be too authoritative. But I saw a headline saying something about the president has threatened to shut, close the southern border next week. And I'm like, can he do that? Can the president just unilaterally say, like, Emergency no. order. I think you can. I might be wrong. I think okay. we'll go to court, but I think you can. That's what this emergency order was about, too, right? Okay. I think so. All right. I mean, that, that, all right. An and so much for trade. An emergency <laughs> order. Okay, sure. But uh, you, have to, you have to say that we're about something's happening. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, what, what's the emergency and what's the... What's the basis for this? And like, well, he's mad what? at Mexico, right? Because Mexico, I I saw a piece on this actually. He's mad at Mexico because they haven't stopped the newest caravan of people. They're not helping us. You mean the, the, the they have they aren't helping us as much as he wants to in stopping the next group of desperate refugees? Yeah, that the, they did something last time. I think they were giving people um, some papers and were giving them alternatives and jobs and and I think they have not done that with the recent group. So he's mad. So. At least that's um, how I heard it on NPR. Uh, th- so you know more than I. Uh, from an article on NBC News that we'll be posting on the Facebook and Twitter uh, just in a moment. Um, President Donald Trump warned Friday. Uh, this is 
That's today. Today. I didn't know how old this yeah. this article yeah. was, but uh, President Donald Trump warned Friday that he would shut down the southern border next week, quote, if Mexico doesn't immediately stop all illegal immigration coming into the United States. We'll keep it closed for a long time. I'm not playing games, he told reporters. See, he thinks he's winning and he's he's <laughs> He's acting out a little oh, bit. Asked if that would include trade. Mexico is the country's third largest trading trading partner. Said, yeah, Trump sorry. said it could be close to it could be close to all trade. Right. So if you're a company you that's relying Dow? on stuff from <laughs> components or materials from Mexico as part of your just in time supply chain, get ready to have your business grind to a halt. Pretty time. much all of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Try and we need to get away from that just in time. <laughs> Yeah. Inventory. Right. Because, I mean, why would you want to have a more efficient, uh, uh, you know, manufacturing Stockpiles, I think. That's what they're doing in Brexit, right? Aren't they? Uh, yes. <sighs> Which today should, <laughs> would be happening today, but because uh, the British Parliament can't agree on anything. Two weeks they have. They have another two weeks till 12th, April 12th. 12th. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the wrong date on our notes, by the way. It's yeah. the 22nd. It's the 12th. Well, May it's 22nd, if, if they'd approved uh, Prime Minister May's uh, the deal she'd negotiated with the EU, they would have till May 22nd to make sure they had their ducks lined up to roll it out. But that being the I case... I think the ducks ran away. Yes. Well... <laughs> to Chernobyl. <laughs> it's, they'd be happier there. There's puppies to play with. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's, it's really astonishing to me just how much... Uh, well... President Trump here and and the people who work for him, but also the 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 British, you know, the conservatives in the, British, in the British Parliament, like don't seem to understand basic facts about the issues they're working on, and it's just well, they had a series of votes, like eight different questions, and there was no majority on any of them. Right, it was every variation, and they could vote for two or three, so you could have patched well, it the together. idea was sort of like an opinion <laughs> poll, like yeah. do you like this option? <laughs> now I don't know how many of those people did uh, what's it called bullet voting. <laughs> you know, like you know, yes, yeah, 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 yeah that tactic. Told me about that. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, the tactic. Right, so Is that where you just you pick one thing and that's so you don't raise any other boats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It's not helpful if you're really trying to figure out what people want. Right, exactly. It, the opposite is that rank voting, rank choice voting. Yeah. Well, uh, this was this was sort of uh, like eight different <laughs> proposals with yes or no votes, and just see who would vote for them. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, uh, uh, I'm becoming a, a kind of a fan of the Scottish National Party, even though I really don't want Scotland to to leave the UK. I I I, I think think that's great. You know, I like Scotland, and I I, I think it has a lot to offer. But um, their their position, they're about the only political uh, party of any kind size. Kind of sticking together with themselves, right? Well, and, that, and and that seemed to have like a clear goal. They're like, we want Brexit canceled. So we want to stop this. And failing that, we want uh, uh, something that preserves as much of the economic and political union that we currently have. That because piece, Scotland voted overwhelmingly to stay in the EU. So That piece that you sent, it was sort of an explanation of all the problems with the common union and the you know, customs. Oh, yeah, I shared and, a couple of links with yeah, you. Yeah, that there. was amazing because it really laid out why the parliament can't agree. Because yeah. the solutions are kind of bad, all of them. Right. Yeah. Well, and everybody thinks if if Brexit is canceled on the twelfth, it just goes to you know uh, bilateral agreements, but it's under the World Trade Organization, so it, they have to do it by the World Trades. Yeah, and there are there <laughs> uh-huh. are a lot of complicated issues with that, which uh, 
you know, I we we certainly we we need to do a whole yeah, show on. And that's a wonderful justice. link. If people, have, I forget where it was, but yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, I I emailed that to you guys. Uh, if Jamra thinks ago? it's good, we c- he can throw it up on the website, and I don't want to. Yeah. Everything's good. Everything's depressing. <laughs> Everything's depressing. Fair enough. <laughs> but it was so clear because you could see, okay, if you do this, then this, and then where's Ireland? And but it was so logical that you could see how it was an empty well, and, set. And yeah, and so yes, uh, uh, and and. That's why my ultimate takeaway is like if the uh, the if England specifically, but if 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 Britain wants to really leave the EU, the only way to do that to actually have political and economic independence from them is they have to basically cut off uh, Northern Ireland and and kick it out of the United Kingdom because the Good Friday Accords require that to be a border without any kind of customs barrier. And then or Ireland as a whole can do what it wants. Well, then Northern Ireland would be its own thing. With and Ireland, if it, yeah. Well, it would be a separate nation, effectively, to actually devolve Northern Ireland to be independent. And if it merges with Ireland, then that's their business. But there's no sort way— Sort of like West and Germany and East? Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the, Berlin, sorry. Right. There's, there's no way to keep Northern Ireland in the United Kingdom— and have any kind of meaningful separation from the European Union because certainly economically, which is most of what the EU is about, because they have to keep that open border. And uh, I've, I've, uh, you know, I, I've seen a, a fair amount of discussion about this. And even though nobody's like issuing threats or whatever, it's clear that uh, there's there's that it's not an empty concern that uh, you know the troubles will start up again if they have to start putting up border checkpoints and whatnot. That oh, will are start people s- still Catholic and Protestant? Yeah, apparently oh, they, are. they are. Yeah, yeah. and apparently people to are know. willing to fight about money and control and power. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like like the, the, the we should let the thank God for time. climate change. Right. Yeah. So actually, so like <laughs> the last thing I I, I want to touch. We've got a, a few minutes left. Um, uh, I know you and I are both. You know. Uh, believers in science, and so we're like, yes, climate change is happening. Humans are responsible. It's a problem. Yeah, New Deal is good. It's aspirational. Right, right. So, yeah. and, and I'd be curious to know uh, uh, what you what you think about that. I just want to mention briefly that I um, I've seen a number of uh, right wingers uh, attacking uh, uh, my increasingly beloved AOC. Um, That's for, the for new being, sport. Yeah, for, for you know, for being foolish and not knowing anything and so forth. But I thought she made a really great point when she said, "Look, climate change is a real thing. It is happening. It is going to get worse. It will cause disasters, which we will have to have to pay to cost clean a up. lot of money. So we're going to pay for things regardless. Let's do the the option that costs less because we're paying now to prevent problems rather than cleaning up after they happen." And I'm like, that is like, it's Republican thought. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like, like that's your classic common sense Republican position, as well as you know, yeah. like, like the the Democrat. I mean, unless just, you don't believe that climate change, right. is, yeah. Well, then that's yeah. that's the only thing. If you honestly just somehow believe, uh, like that that guy who was like, I can't remember, was it Senator Mike Lee who was putting up like pictures of tauntauns from Star Wars or something like that, oh. saying the whole thing was dumb. Oh, yeah, but I, it, it, as soon as you accept the the that. In a way, is the horrible. Is it not in a way? Um, Daniel Inouye, he's dead. No, not in a way. Um, oh, he's a Republican. He he hates climate change. He's always been in charge of the oh, committee. There's, there's been a few of them. I right? can't think. Inhofe. Of, Inhofe. Mike. Sorry, no, I didn't Mike mean Lee, to disparage in a way. Senator Mike Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who did that? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I just, 
you know, to some extent, like part of what the show is about is like talking to people. And it's like, how do you talk to that person? Yeah. yeah, How, how do we proceed when, you know, Miss Orcasio-Cortez is, is correct. She's like, this is the thing that's happening. It will cause problems. We will have to pay to fix those problems or to prevent them. Prevention is cheaper. Let's do that. Well, you know, the Republicans changed their language probably about last year, where it went from, Uh we're not going to say the word climate change, but we're going to say structural resiliency or something like that, so they could put houses on stilts and not say the dirty word of climate change. But So you can get Republicans to talk about, you know, sort of structural resiliency. As soon as as their beach houses are in danger of being washed (laughs) away, my God. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Yeah, but it's interesting. They go right after you. People think. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're you're the Democrat. Um, <laughs> see, we have we have spies I'm in every house, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's the beauty of this show is that we have spies in every house. Yeah. Um, but to pick on AOC, I mean, it's always like they want to find one woman to just trash. I just, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> it's like, and she's it. Yeah. No, um, I, I. And I the agree. Theresa May is it, and you know, in the in the UK. So. Yeah, and there's the deal that if she. She she said if they take her original plan, then she'll, she'll quit because they don't want she, any girls in the clubhouse. Oh, uh, sorry. That, that might be. That's. I'm sure that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. Also, yeah. Nobody likes her. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. <laughs> but but also people are well. The British. Well, no, she's upset. she's likable enough. Well, if Br- Trump but, said I will give every if you if you let me do this, then I will quit. People would actually mull it over. Yeah, I would. But r- regardless. Part part of the, again part of the problem Theresa May has is she's trying to deliver Brexit and nobody has clearly defined what that means. They just they want it and then they can't say what it means, but they know what they don't want and and the circle cannot be squared. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 like watching out, a yeah. real reality show. Only it's even better because it's not it's not us. It will affect us though, as you said. You know, economies. It's, it, and, it can have very serious uh, yeah. consequences. Very see, serious I problems. see them falling out of out of um, the EU. Yeah, Trump rushing well to the rescue with all these deals that basically rob and pillage the UK. But things that would look good. That would look good. Yeah. yeah. So I hope they see us coming because we're like that. We're we're you know ruthless capitalists. So. <laughs> so, our friends in Britain, we can get them back for. You know, um, I think two two things we wanted to say. Um, yes, go ahead. Uh, one, you wanted to say uh, who is going to be on Colbert tonight? Oh yeah, um, the mayor of uh, South Bend, Indiana, Pete yeah, Buttigieg. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that'll be really fun to watch him and Stephen Colbert because he's very quick on his feet, and so is Stephen. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. He's he's kind of a long shot candidate, but he's caught my attention. So sure. And Let's is um, um, March Madness has been pushing the shows back this week. I don't know if there's a March Madness um, basketball game tonight, so it might be on later, oh. like an hour later. So, but people, yeah, you guys yeah. Will watch it on YouTube anyway. We could. So, yeah. uh, the other thing is there is Thank a you for that, uh, all in with Chris. <laughs> Hayes? Yeah. Um, oh, Hayes, not um, Matthews. On MSNBC, yeah. And MSNBC, they are having a uh, a town hall with uh, Ale- 
um, is Exeller X AOC. Oh. I hate saying AOC because she has a name, but it's so easy yeah. to say. Anyway, uh, she. Hey, you know, if it was President Kennedy and they said they have a town hall with JFK, just go. Yeah, sure. Point. Um, so that she is uh, having a town hall uh, about the Green New Deal. Uh, one thing that she said was. Uh, she didn't put out the giant proposal to convince her colleagues. She put it out so we could all engage directly with its ideas. That's a good. Thing. So that's going to be aired uh, tonight. There uh, was a hearing on the Green New Deal. Like you guys knew this last Sunday, and yeah. uh, I went to that. It was pretty good. It was um, here, here in Northampton. Yeah, at at the Northampton High. But boy, did they get some tough questions. I was surprised that there were some folks in the. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should have talked more about that. Maybe yeah. we could do a little supplemental thing about that. Because Senator Markey was there. Yeah. And. So forth. and McGovern was there. Representative McGovern. Le, Chape- yeah. Le Chapelle. All the mayors, everybody. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Everybody was there who wanted to be there. Yeah. And me, because I was a Republican. But oh. I had a little paper bag with isolates, so nobody could you know, know that Good I was. Plan. Yeah. Good plan. Good <clears> plan. <throat> he could be like that UK candidate, Lord Buckethead. <laughs> so. Uh, Is that like a pastafarian? Yes, kind okay. of. Anyway, I'm hearing the music, so once again, <laughs> it is time for us to say good night, Gracie. Um, good night, Gracie. Yes. Good night, George. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, oh, and I'm happy baseball season has started again, even if the Sox did lose the opener. So, um, we've got a bunch of good music shows coming up next. Uh, Subculture, uh, featuring a whole bunch of music that I love, uh, followed by a table of contents at 10 o'clock. OK Asia at midnight, and then other cool music into the wee hours. Uh, we do have a podcast version of this show you can get from iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, um, uh, the, the right sort of magic seashell at the beach, all kinds of places, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, there will be an encore of us next Monday at 4. Uh, listen to us again. We'll be even funnier, uh, I think. Anyway, uh, that's all for now for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Have a plucky good night. (laughs) This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.